Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Selling Without Sleeve podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and today I am joined by Lorraine Hitchman, already also known as Rain. And she is the founder of Neurotransformational Unlimited. She is the go-to person, as far as I'm concerned anyway, for looking at neuro, looking at mindset, looking at mental toughness. So looking at wanting to build your mental toughness, manage your, your mental state, uh, and get yourself into a different mindset, choosing your mindset. And I think that's the biggest sort of take home of, of the work that I've done with her personally has been over being able to take control of your own emotions um, and, and manage those and, and, and in a way manipulate them, I guess, to work in your favor rather than against you. And I'm going to be uh, talking to Rain in just a little bit. But first of all, I just want to give you a little business update. What is going on with Selling Without Sleeves? Well, it feels like it is all happening. I've got a really amazing guy working on my website. A little bit of a shout out there to Jeremy, who is working on creating the Selling Without Sleeves website. For all those, and I've talked about this before, for all those who think you need to have everything all singing or dancing, the challenge that I ran last year, I did without an actual website. We used the website domain, which we already owned, um, for the landing page. Um, but actually, <laughs> we didn't really use that. Um, it was all done within the group and then on to calls. So, you know, for those which feel like you have to have everything in place to get started, that is an example of the fact that you, you definitely don't. So I've got that going on with Jeremy. I've got another guy called John who is working on my book funnel. So the sales process, the landing pages, he's working alongside myself and Martin to create that experience from buying the book through to working with me and the different steps and the different opportunities to work with me in different ways um, that, that go with that, that sales funnel, um, which is super, super exciting to be able to get that structure in place. Now that, you know, we've done testing, we've figured out what people are looking for. You know, we feel like we've got different options available, decent options available for people. So there'll be new ways of working with me coming soon. So I will be sending out emails over the next few weeks for people who have worked with me historically or for people whose retainers have you know they've used their their retainers um, with me and and they've come to an end before I went off maternity leave um, to make the most of that because the structure of the way that I'll be working with people going forwards will change so if it does feel like there is an awful lot happening um, and then you know on top of that you've obviously got external factors and influencer factors with what's going on um, as far as lockdown and the business environment as a whole and the impact of that and so, you know, there is a lot happening at the moment for people. And, and that's why I've got Rain on today. Uh, last week, we were talking to Jason and we were talking around the relationship with you and your customer and how you can use the opportunity to get to know them that bit more off the back of, you know, the scenarios um, and, and, and the stresses and strains that we're going through at the moment. You know, checking in, being a normal human being um, is is a really great way of building that relationship, building that rapport. And actually, you know, ticking the box on your own emotional support and well-being to have those in sort of interactions. And that, that's going to be covered with what we talk, what I talk about today with Rain. Without further ado, let's have a little chat with Rain.
So you're doing that the one to one sessions on the couch with Rain Hitchman. Those, those, those on the couch on the couch with Rain Hitchman. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, just an open clinic, and anybody can come to that with any any issue or any problem you might have. Um, anything, whether it be business or relationships, whether it's uh, kids, uh, fears, anxiety, lack of confidence, whatever it is, on the couch with Rain Hitchman, I'm here to help. So uh, anybody can. Come along to that are they the are they sort of sessions where you'd help them with the skills or is it like literally like a get it off your chest kind of scenario great question I think um some people just need to talk some people just need somebody to talk to that has skills knowledge and experience that can help them and um it's the first place to start is just to really voice those fears those thoughts those anxieties those concerns about themselves or even about somebody else they care about and just have that sounding board. Um, but, you know, in, in terms of what might happen next, we might then, you know, talk about specific ways I can help uh, with specific skills, knowledge or, my, or mindset. So it's uh, the opportunity to use it for whatever purpose you really need to. And has that been inspired by all this lockdown and what's going on with people's heads at the moment? Absolutely. So um, I'm a volunteer. I work with the NHS and with the Royal Voluntary Society and um this so i so i'm a responders nhs responders responder so i work with people who are responders around their mental health and around wow, okay issues. and i um and and then in my, my 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 business i also um do a lot of coaching and my my coaching moves into sort of neurotherapeutic coaching as well so i do spend a lot of my time talking one to one with with leaders, with 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 people um, from all backgrounds and ages, and there's a lot of commonality in terms of you know the anxiety and concern, lack of confidence, people not feeling safe, not feeling secure, not feeling in control, and being very uncertain, and just needing to have somebody to help them to give them some some different kind of skills, a different understanding about, about why they're feeling the way they they're feeling, something else. You know, so it has. I have been inspired to to think. Okay, so what what can I offer? What can I offer? Um, what value can I bring uh, that can really help people moving forward to a better place? The the sort of pressures on people and the level of stress and you know what people are experiencing. You know, it hasn't happened before, um, and you know, so people are struggling. Um, and you know you're talking to people and I think you know they're struggling more and more and I think we the, the guest that we had on last week Jason he was talking about the fact that you know it, to start with people had that fear of well death and you know serious illness and so there was that sort of heightened sense and there was that sort of purpose around it but as time goes on um, you know sadly in a plus way you know it's kind of a bit of both you kind of get used to that element of it and it becomes less about the fight or flight thing and more about this normal. And then it's you settling into that normal and 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 getting your head around it, isn't it? And the restrictions and everything else. Oh, yeah, you make a really, really good point, Sarah. I think the, the, the problem is that we're we're now we've moved in away from a sort of like a pulling together that's what happened in the first lockdown. We all sort of pulled pulled together. There'd been a lot of, you know, sort of um disagreement and um um, because of Brexit, because of you know sort of terrorism, because of 
the technological and, and, and uh, digital uh, revolution that's that happened from 2014 we interact get our information in very different ways it's a lot of politics and fake news etc it's all it's all very very confusing and you know and around climate change etc and I think that the first lockdown we absolutely all started to pull together and became better people more harmonious then at the second lockdown you know we started getting a bit fed up now we're in the third lockdown and it's total lockdown fatigue and we've moved into a place where we're existing not living and that lack of direction, that lack of certainty, that lack of control, our personal freedoms have been taken away from us. And just feeling that we don't know what's coming. We can't plan. How can you plan for a future you can't predict? And that's really what we're, we're all suffering with. And we're just so fearful for the, ourselves, our people we love and care about, our situations, our, you know, our job situations. I mean, 73% of people who are, who are on furlough have said that their mental their mental health has has actually really truly suffered. Seventy three percent. Yeah, this is from Mind, and um, the NHS are in their second year of um, of the fastest expansion they've ever experienced around mental health care, and that's clinical mental health. So we already we already had a problem, and now it's just been compounded by, you know, the, the environment, the ecology, the the situations that we're living in and struggling with really. Yeah, no, that that totally makes sense. I mean, it is, it is, it is tough going, isn't it? It is, you know, even is, for, for the normal is. person. And I think yeah. what you said around the uncertainty, you know, like you you're used to looking forward to holidays and you know days out and and things like that, and you just don't know, you don't know when you're going to be able to do those again. And I think you know there is a sense of a light at the end of the tunnel because of having a vaccine, but even that feels like a bit of a roller coaster because then you have all these different variants and that kind of puts into question. So you've gone from the emotional, oh, there is light, well, maybe there isn't, you know, and then that's under threat and then it's the unknown, isn't it? Um, and so, you know, we've had to rebook holidays and then rebook them again. And and it's just everything's moving and you think, well, we had to rebook it last time. There's nothing going to stop us from having to do it again. And I think just there's nothing to break up that, it does feel quite groundhoggy, doesn't it? It does. It's it's monotonous as well. Yeah, it's more, you do the same old, same old, same old. I mean, my husband's a key worker. He, go, he gets up, he goes out to work. Everybody's telling him you should be staying at home, but he's out there working every day. So he's got, you know, it makes him feel a bit a bit uncertain. But then he comes back home and then he's he's locked he's locked in. So um, for me, I work from home all day, every day. I very rarely go out. So we're kind of at both two ends of a different spectrum, <laughs> the same spectrum, sorry. And, um, you know, so, so, so I, 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 yeah, I just, I, I'm struggling with the monotony and, and shielding. And, and I think, so I, you know, I really understand how people are feeling where they, you know, they haven't been out hardly at all for like a year. The, the social interactions are, are really minimal. And so, you, you know, building coping mechanisms and strategies is really important to maintain your, your, mental health and and levels of happiness and being able to continue to perform and deliver and and you know achieve your goals and I think those are the strategies that you know we need to make people aware of and to, to help them I've, I've done lots of work with my husband and with, with the council etc to sort of help those people key workers who are out there um, having to deal with this you know go completely counterintuitive be out there, you know, in the public and in, and uh, and you know perform their roles, um, and it's really just about harnessing and taking hold of your your emotions and understanding 
the biology and the you know psychology the neuropsychology if you like so the biology and also the psychology of what's happening to us and how we can actually take control back of that with some very simple steps and mechanisms to so that we can you know deal with pressure challenge change stress fear and still work through and still drive forward and re find that motivation and joy and happiness and, and well-being uh, so and and that's really what my whole purpose is is, is is about especially at the moment this is your time to shine isn't it <laughs> yes, yes well you know the brain's always looking for you know sort of think threat and 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 looking for you know fear to keep us safe but the brain also if you program in the right way is also looking for opportunity and there is always opportunity and um, to make a difference and to it, it's about just reconnecting with that optimism and positivity, building resilience and positivity both together, which is what mental toughness is all about, which is obviously what I specialise in. And that's why I got you on today was because, um, you know, was talking around we've been talking around customer relationships and you know dealing with the scenarios and supporting people whilst this is going on but you know you've got that saying of you know you can't pour from an empty cup and you have to sort yourself up first and and to be fair you know you can't absorb or or support you know you are when you did when you're talking to somebody who is struggling you do tend to absorb it that little bit because you're having that conversation about it and it can very quickly get you down um, if you weren't already and then, you know and then you've got the other side of the scenario where you know you yourself aren't feeling in a great place and then how are you supposed to support somebody during that and so I thought it was a really good time to get you on and to talk around you know we've worked together and you know we've gone through the 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 mindset and the resilience stuff um to you know, from a personal point of view. Um, and, you know, what I found really useful with the information that you provided was is that it helped me, if I can understand it, I feel more in control. Um, and I remember talking to you and, and saying to you, you know, I, I don't want to end up in that negative place I have done before. And you were like, well, it's a choice. Um, and, it, you know, it was put very simply, but it is. And, and to feel that actually, yeah, you know, I feel a little bit, I won't say the word, don't worry, Jacob, but, you know, I feel a bit rough today um, with what we're going with. But, you know, a bit sad. Um, it begins with S, but we all know what it is. Um, you know, <laughs> but, you know, you feel that little bit rough. And, and it's like, well, yes. okay, I can do something about it. I can make that change. Um, mm. And so that's where we are. Percy has been fed. I'm in the middle of a podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 no, Comedy moment. <laughs> That's a comedy moment. That's an outtake. <laughs> I thought there was like a near-death experience happening in the house with one of the children. <laughs> the dog is lying to Martin. <laughs> you know what, Jacob? Just keep that bin if you want love. Um, so, <laughs> so, you know, being aware and being equipped with your own happiness. Um, you know to find amusement in in a scenario like that um it's always, it's always there I've just got to look for it. for it haven't you you know because even yes. you know taking that as an example which you know right on yes. cue actually to be fair I could have got really annoyed um another word that's going to mind but you I could have got really mad at that but I didn't I chose to find the funny side of it and I think exactly that's it it's the choice the light. 
And it's actually yeah. quite empowering to, yes. you know, having yeah. had conversations and gone through stuff with you, it's very mm. empowering to mm. feel like, actually, I can choose my mood. I think it's very easy to think yeah. emotions control you and they manage you. Mm. But actually, mm. you know, you can... You, you can get a it's, it, it, it's yeah it's all, it's all about education you know uh, knowledge is power yeah and um and, and as soon as you realize the simplicity of how the brain and the body works and how that affects your mindset and how that therefore changes your behaviors and the outcomes you get and the and the reactions and the interrelations your, your relationships um it becomes really a really simple easy equation so it's so. What I'm all about is raising awareness, and um, so so very simply teaching people what's going on, why it matters, and how you can you how you can reverse engineer it. Which is what's so wonderful about neuroscience at the moment is that we're we've, we're discovering all these incredible, um, you know, facts about the way the way that the body works and and then how and and basically how to take control back of that, get back in the driving seat of your emotions, choose your outcomes, choose your emotions. And choose even biology. Choose the chemicals that you're releasing into the body in the moment. And I teach people how to do that. Rid of well, the whole thing. Yeah. So, so one of our sessions that um, that I, I did with Rain, we went through and and, and you taught me different techniques. Um, mm. And um, yeah, one of those techniques I called the finger leaper, which I don't think was the technical term. Um, but you that's call it whatever you like, my love. Really <laughs> <laughs> it works for you. It's, it's, gonna, it's gonna resonate for you. The children as well. Um, but you know, use the finger leaper technique. Um, and so you know, it, it is about being aware of how you know you can work with your mind and how you can you know even if it's not a case of because you can get into a battle with your head, can't you? Where you're like, no, I want to feel like this and you end up almost arguing with yourself whereas actually there are techniques that you can do with movement of your body to help you get a change of state absolutely because it's all about the chemicals that are being released into the body when you know what those are and what effect that has to the negative and to the positive you can choose to release the positive <laughs> chemicals and and hormones and um and and there's kind of like certain mixes that will make you feel certain ways so you want to be, feel really confident uh, before a difficult situation or a difficult conversation where you want to be in, you know, the most charismatic and you want to be, you know, uh, come across really powerfully, um, then you, there's, a, there's a certain cocktail mix that you release into the body. And you can do that just by, yeah, as, as I said, as you say, you know, changing your, changing your posture, changing your, change, uh, doing certain poses. Yeah. And so, and that, those are the sort of things that, that, I, that I, you know, teach people to do. So there's, there's, there's always a real, so, you know, sort of sense, sense of agency, so that you can you can be empowered, but you can you can be um, self determining, is what I call it. Whereas nice. this is how I want to be, this is how I need to be, this is how I want to be, feel, but how I want to be perceived. What do I need to do to do to get that? And this, these are the simple techniques. This is the this is the the cocktail mix. This is the recipe I need to follow for two minutes prior to this and. I will achieve that state. And we can be that much in control. And I think the, the other thing is that's really important is that for me is that you don't have to keep coming back to me once you know this. Once I've taught you this, you, it's for life. You go away. You can come back and ask me other things, and I'm always here for you. But, but the point is is that you then have all the power within yourself. It's equipping and, you, isn't it? You're providing me with a toolkit. Yeah, I encourage you to share it with 
your family. This isn't about keeping it all to myself. This is about, I want to get this out there, raise awareness, enable adaption and adoption, and, you know, and then spread it viral, virally around the world so that everybody can benefit from this. And that's really, that's really what's important to me. But yeah, you can share it with your family, with your friends, you can share it um, with your colleagues, and everybody can benefit from it and feel more harmonious and happy and higher performing. So that's that's the gift. <laughs> so when we were talking, so you tend to talk around a system where it's like different zones. Yes. And within those zones, you've got different things going on and you've got different different feelings and different stuff. Can you talk us through a little bit, just top level about that? Absolutely. So um, I like to keep it really simple, really relevant and easy to apply. So I talk about um, the the different zones that you go into. So you've got your green zone, your amber and red zone, and then your blue zone. Your green zone is where you are working at your optimal state. Your Your body, your brain, your mind, everything is working totally harmoniously. You have total um, access to every part of your your brain, whole for whole brain thinking. You're highly creative, highly logical, and can, you can come up with creative ideas, innovations, and strategies there then to Im- implement it and planning and um, sort of all the complete to finish a piece and all the language that's in there and decision making. Um, the body is working optimally, so you're breathing really well, so you're you're using utilizing all your oxygen. You are in a really, really happy, harmonious state, and that means that you interact in the most happy and harmonious way. So your relationships are at their best. You're noticing that you've got the emotional valence. You're noticing the nuances in your relationships, your conversations, and it keeps you positive, future-focused, uh, and resilient. And your, all, of your, all of your neurobiology is working perfectly as well so you're not feeling stressed you're not you're not stressing the heart or the blood um uh, the you know um you're not uh you're not creating your immune system is is working at its optimal level as well so you are at the highest level of productivity and wellness so the going is good that is where you want to be and that, that is absolutely fantastic and that's where you're any human endeavor you're involved with you will be more at your most successful, uh, whether that's education, work, relationships, etc. So that's where we all want to be. However, because because the, we're in a, a very threatening world, we're in a very very you know sort of changing world, and everything's very fast paced and it makes us feel out of control. Part of our part of our brain is. It's created and only set up to, to keep us, you know, well, uh, thriving and safe. As soon as the brain picks up the perception of any kind of threat or anything that might damage us, uh, whether it be internally in our own thinking or from the environment externally, there are certain things that happen in the body that take you into a hypervigilant state. And that's where you go into your amber, amber area. And as you go into amber, you might start feeling um, a little bit more uh, anxious and concerned and start looking around for things that are wrong and trying to make sense of why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. But the more that you go into the amber zone and then into the red zone, which is where you sort of got this, this anger, frustration, irritation, and where you start to feel that you really are under attack, 
the parts of the brain that you want to be able to access to um, give you the, the rational thought, the language, the, 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 the emotional valence, all of these different things that you need to, to access actually get closed down and shut, shut away as the body does move into this fight and flight flight stage, which is mm. all we want to do is keep you safe. And we don't want you thinking. We don't want you to have all this other capability. We just want to get ready to act. Respond, isn't it? Respond, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Respond. So, but that's, but it's quite often, it's not real. It's just our own our perception or our thoughts or, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a small thing. Like, you know, you're going to have to make a presentation. You don't like doing presentations or going to have to your your boss has asked you to come in for a for a performance management conversation and you immediately think oh am I, am I going to be put on furlough or what am I going to what's going to happen to me am I, you know whatever it might be so it's quite an old school it's quite a sort of prehistoric in response yeah, isn't it, it to it is. to a modern stimulus and I think that's the thing it's a stimuli is you know it, it's that's why you you lack the scale and the proportion to Absolutely. To, to get it important, isn't it? Absolutely, and I think that's the that's the, the, the there's a, it's brilliant what you've just said because actually it's not it's not about it's it's not about whether there is a threat or not. It's about our inability to determine how how threatening the threat is to our lives. <laughs> we're not about to. No. <laughs> and we're sort of like completely overreact like a diva, just like, ah, and uh, and and that's unfortunately what happens. But the the problem is that over time, the more that we feel like that, and and because there is a clear and present danger. There is a clear and present threat. It is real. It's not just perceptual. It's actual. Um, so we're now all have started to move into this hypervigilant state. So we're we're much more often spending our time in the red and the amber zones, which is taking away our capacity for our motivation, our energy. Um, this the stress hormone cortisol that's released into the body over time. Um, it, it, suppresses the immune system and then we start getting ill and of course we don't want to be immunosuppressed at this time especially we need to be as our healthiest and uh, our healthiest and most resilient as possible so and over and over time the more that the part of the brain that allows you to come up with options and ideas and find your way and solutions you'll find your way out of difficulty gets shut down you actually then start to feel depressed and hopeless. And when you feel hopeless, you then that then starts to become a clinical um, mental health issue. And that's where you go into the blue zone. And quite often you'll, you'll see people you're having duvet days, you know, just staying under the duvet. I'm not even going to come out today. Just feeling very depressed. <laughs> they don't have children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes you can't, not allowed to feel like that. <laughs> even though when you would actually your body would be what? just have a day off just just be kind to yourself well you can't because you've got these these activities you know you're homeschooling or you're for instance you know let's not even go there you're, you're so presumably that pushes you more and more into the body because you can't even do what you so need you end up spy what we call spiraling um and and you can actually end up just giving up and unfortunately we're seeing you know, a lot of um, a lot of issues around. You know, there's, there's a huge increase in in suicides and in mental, yeah. real clinical mental health issues and self harming, substance abuse, whatever your drug of choice is, whether it be food or alcohol or drugs or gambling or high risk taking, whatever it might be. We're 
yeah. seeing that because people are just trying to, or television actually, by the way, and television is a huge one. Really? Absolutely. Where, where, <laughs> so my Bridgerton binge was actually me coping with not Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because, it's, because it takes you away into this fantasy world, but it also takes you into something called an alpha state, which which is a really comfortable place to be, where you're really not even aware of what's going on out there and you escape. And, um, and that's part of it, escaping from reality. And it's, it's an avoidance tactic as well as where just go and watch the television and, and but it, it, became, it becomes a habit a really uh, and it keeps you away from doing the other things you should be doing so it's it, so then it becomes a bit of an attachment it's not good um but these are ways that our body are trying to cope and you know, just, just yeah. calm calm ourselves trying to take, take ourselves back so what we so what i teach people is to recognise the signs when you're going into these different from the from the green into the into the red and the amber and the blue, and take people from the blue back into the red and amber and then and then into the green and keep you in the green for as much as possible. That is that is the whole purpose of what I do. That then has a, a, a neurobiological effect on the body, so you're healthier and, and happier, um, and your mindset and your behaviors so that your mm. relationships higher performance and um that you're able to still keep motoring forward and no matter what life throws at you you just keep running moving forward and this is what the you know the highest performing athletes and anybody who's really successful um leaders for instance you know in business ceos uh, the highest uh, academic achievements sporting achievements they have this mental toughness um and they are able just to keep going forward keep going for goal keep focused highly motivated and energized and moving towards these goals and and that keeps them at their their, their highest levels of of well-being as well so they, they don't get sick they don't get ill they they yeah, we're keeping that green zone. They're in the green zone. So that's what we want to do. That makes that makes a lot that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, as far as sort of keeping yourself there, I was I was I was trying to interrupt you by the way in the blue zone where I was trying to tell you about my Bridgerton. You need to watch that. Uh, yes, well, if you're going to take yourself off into a fantasy land, at least make it with a decent male lead. I was going to say, lots of reasons to be watching Bridgerton. <laughs> I don't know if it's a reflection on me or not, but I didn't find it that rude. Well, there we are, you see. It's just. I, was, I think because, you know, you get the hype. And so I was expecting it to be like some sort of, I don't know, you know. Um, historical yeah. set, yeah. you know, Fifty Shades, but it's just, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we've been. I, th- I think we've been. So it's been so normalised now. We've been so exposed to so much. You know, we've desensitised. You know, we've been, we've been exposed to so much terror and so much sex, so much of everything. That, you know, it's all. Did you watch Game of Thrones? No. No, you see Game of Thrones. All of a sudden, like. 
you know, incest, you were just like, oh yeah, well, okay, it's, it's his sister, it doesn't matter. You're like, of course it matters, it's his sister. <laughs> but you're right, you do, you do get desensitised. Desensitised, and it's about normalisation, and that's, you know, the, the, the more we see and the more we experience something, the, the, the more normal it becomes, the more we talk about it, the more normal it becomes. And that's a, that's a really interesting human behaviour as well, by the way, which is why... We need to be talking about mental health. We need to be talking about. Um, we need to be talking about diversity and inclusion, and and mm. um, and because the more you talk about it, the more normal it becomes. The more becomes, yeah. and the less sensitive, sensitive we become about it as well. So, it's, no, that definitely. We've all got to be watching Game of Thrones and Richard. Political, social, and economic improvement. That'll be more than a duvet day. That'll be like a duvet week. That'll be a duvet week. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) One and three in that blue zone with like delivery on tap. Yeah. But but, you know, do you think that this because you you know you you get desensitized to things and it becomes a new normal? Do you you know do you think that it will have changed? The lockdown will have changed because. I feel my habits, you know, you have to remind yourself what you used to do before. You feel that there's something missing. Yes. But you're not, you're becoming less and less aware. You know, people talk about nine weeks to create a new habit and it's been like, how many months? Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Right. So, uh, and this is a really, really important point that you make there, Sarah, because, yes, we've, we're all creating new habits for our new normal. And, and a lot of them aren't good. Uh, so you know, so how do you how do you get your joy and your enjoyment? You know, the I think people are turning to a lot, either turning to food and drink, which is it is which is a fact. <laughs> and I think the the COVID stone is a real thing, <laughs> <laughs> or they're trying to take control back, and so they're getting eating disorders of a different type, which is not eating enough. And, yeah. And get being very crazy. But also the fear of going outside and the not knowing what mm-hmm. do and can't do. So because of lockdown uh, regulations. And so, you know, um there are two camps. I, I one one of my um associates who works with me, she's 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 a mental health um um, um mental toughness um key keynote speaker and she's 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 an exact athlete and she has taken the opportunity to go hyper into control she feels so out of control so she's created this structure around health and fitness which is at an athletic level of, of health and fitness so she set herself a target to run three marathons in three days she's going to do now she was like a you know fairly once she came out of out of her sport and went into presenting and doing various different things and so she's you know she's she was a I would, I would say you know quite a fit and healthy person but not a super healthy person, super athletic. She has turned herself back into an athlete, and it's the way she's taken control. So that's kind of end of of the spectrum. And the other end of the spectrum is, you know, sort of just being locked down, shield, and and just getting out of all those lovely habits of exercise and eating healthily. Yeah. And um, and so I think we have to we have to sort of remember that we're coming out of this and. It's going to take us, it has taken us a year to get to where we are now and our bad habits, it's going to take us a year to get out of them. But let's That's start really taking control now. And my biggest um, tip, if you feel uncertain and out of control, is to create structure. And because that gives you 
that gives you the feeling of control. So set a schedule for your day. If you've got your husband, your partner, your your wife, your whoever it is living and working with you and you didn't used to do that and you've got children as well, set, literally schedule the whole day so you've got time where you're going to come together and, and be as a family or be together. Uh, set time um, for when you're going to work, when you're going to do your, your reading, when you're going to eat, work out what you're going to eat in advance. That'll, that'll give you an, an enormous sense of, oh, I can control. There are certain things you can control and the things you can control. Set your time for your um, for your uh, exercise as well, so that you are exercising through the day. Whether it's a, just even it's a walk out, get some vitamin D, get some sun, some serotonin, yeah. some happiness hormone from the sun. Not a lot of it out at the moment, but the cold the cold weather will actually build some mental toughness, resilience. Bring <laughs> <laughs> suggesting you go out there without any clothes on, guys. <laughs> yeah, in the snow. It's the wind. <laughs> There is an absolute direct rec- uh, connection between pushing yourself into out of your comfort and doing something that's uncomfortable um, that builds your resilience and builds your ability to deal with pressure. So that's something else. You know, even if you set, if you put your 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 shower on cold for the last two minutes, freezing cold, you know, just push yourself, make make yourself do it. If you're doing sit ups, just do two more, three more, four more. So that you actually get to a place where you feel discomfort, and you'll find that you can. It'll build your muscle, but it also build your resilience and your mental toughness and your 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 strength, your hardiness. So it's like your sense of achievement, isn't it? That you've, and, you've done it, and you've got a sense of achievement. But it actually does build the the resilience muscle, which is the function in the brain. So it's um, it'll help you be much more hardy and you know sort of uh, grit. Give you that determination yeah. and you'll find you can do more it's very easy to slack off and just go oh well I can't help you know I'm out of control or I'll just let it all happen to me but the more you do that the more you'll start you'll start moving into the red and amber and then into the blue zone and yeah that's difficult to come out of um it's a little bit like I'm going to liken this now because you know how I love my metaphors. Yes. Um, birds of prey. I don't know if it goes for all birds, but I do know that birds of prey. You can, you know, if you think about it, they're, they're flying around. You know, when they're in captivity, they're in their flight, they're in their aviaries, and then you know they will flatter, they will flap. Mm. You know, when they're on your hand, mm-hmm. they'll flap. Um, but if you actually cover them with a towel, yes, and you put them into darkness, mm. and they're they're held, yes. They will calm down, and I've seen them where they are lying there on their backs with their little, mm. they look very good, with their little feet up, mm. and they're just totally because they've just totally given up, zoned out. Like they, they think there's just nothing I can do about this. So basically, I'm going to like look, act dead, really. Yes. I'm just going to give them, yes. I'm just going to yes. relinquish this and hope it doesn't, you know, hurt as much as I thought it might. Yeah, um, that's and that's so, that's absolutely going into the blue zone. And that's it. That they are there. That's that. That's them in the blue zone. When it's, and actually, the flapping and the that is the fight or flight that's bit. The fight and flight bit. Absolutely. And then you've got them in the green zone where they're they're there. They're looking for food and they're really on it. And I think you know when you were talking around it, that's what sprung to mind for me. So I thought I'd share it with everybody. No, that's, um, that's perfect. That's, that's really. I like. I like that. That's lovely. But it, it, it's kind of nice to visualise. Yeah. Like actually, yeah. this is the sort of stages that you're in. Totally. Um, yes. And and yeah. <laughs> am I flapping around like a bird, <laughs> or am I, have I just given up? 
um and you know and what then it's thinking about mm. you know obviously what you can do and I think you know you've made some suggestions that I really like I like to kind of we like to pop some homework in there when we can um with the podcast for people to go away and just give it a whirl and I think yes. what you suggested there with um you know being able to um take that bit more control and, and build that mental toughness and challenge yourself and yes is to do something that little bit more yes. or to do something that is uncomfortable and realize you can do it and it's that's empowering yeah absolutely and, you know and lock it lock it down you know and I think that's that's part of the you know journaling is, is, is you know everybody knows that that's really really useful to just yeah. just notice um raise your awareness notice how you're feeling what's happening on these days what's what's triggering that um and you start to become more connect reconnected with your mind your brain and your body and become more aware of what's going on once you start to become more aware of it then you can you measure it you track it and you can change it so you'll suddenly start realizing um my mum was saying to me <laughs> the other day no oh, because you know I've, I don't understand why I put this weight on and you know I don't really like treats or you know sweets or anything <laughs> Occasionally, it's really nice. And I said, "So, how often is your occasion? Is your occasionally occasional?" <laughs> and she, so I said, "Just, just write it down." And she wrote it down, and she suddenly realised that almost every day she was having a, a sweet treat. And she, <laughs> she, she had some of some of the sweet treats that she was having, like eight hundred calories. Yeah, I mean, really, like condensed milk um, caramel cake, for instance. <laughs> oh well, I've just had a little bit, you know, and uh, and and so she started writing it down. She suddenly realised that you know what she was actually putting in her body, and it, measuring it, and well, I only eat once or twice a day. But what is it you're eating? What are you putting in? Yeah. You know, it's just that sort of thing. Or, or oh, I feel sad today. Today I'm having a down day. Why am I having a down day? So what happened? What's happening? And actually, really looking into it for yourself and. And just writing down your feelings and your thoughts. I, I've got some. I've got some uh, little um, power poses and uh, poses and and, and um, brain hacks that can actually help you to process that information and get rid of it. And so I so you could actually you know sort of move on into and to, to be to get yourself and like keeping it constructive. But the but the um, but but the, it starts as I say with with raising your awareness and starting to notice rather than exist. Start being present with yourself and 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 noticing what's happening with yourself, and also with it with with others as well. So you can start seeing patterns start to to occur. And how do you feel when you do have gone for that walk, even if it's ten minutes? How do you then feel when you listened or watched that that comedy program and laughed a bit? Um, uh, you you took some time away from from the, your your desk and from your work and you you connected with the family. Noticing the joy that you, we, ne- we, ne- we never were able to do this because I was off at work all the time, you know. And but now, you know, mum and dad and, uh, and the family they're together. So just notice it and enjoy it and celebrate it. Um, and you know, I've got a, I've got something called a twenty one day happiness program, which I'm really happy to give away, you know, to anybody who'd like to to receive a copy of it. And it's just these sorts of things that you can do every day for the next twenty one days to take you from a sort of like a darker place or a, or a, a feeling of being out of control or just not being happy or, you know, having some bad habits and to help to reprogram your brain. What you say, what you do, what you think 
you are programming the brain, which is your computer, and it's like you're writing your own code, and you can write bad code or you can write good code. So start noticing it. It'll make a huge difference to you. Um, all you have to do is track it and measure it and change it. That makes sense. So how could people get hold of the 21 days then? Uh, so what they need to do is um, they can just drop me a, drop me a line. Very happy to share that with anybody who'd like it. Start you off on your journey. And um, people can't say that they haven't got any, you know, anything to do. If they've, you know, you could try to have a go at that, couldn't they? Whilst they're uh, we're at home doing not much. Twenty-one days while you're waiting for your vaccinations and <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think that's crucial thinking. Twenty-one days, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? After twenty-one days, do another twenty-one. And then notice how much I'm only on day 10. <laughs> how happy can you be? Well, thank you very much, Rain, for your time. It's been so lovely to chat to you again. Um, oh, and, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, been, it's, been really, it's been really lovely. Um, it's been a very nice evening <laughs> spent chatting <laughs> in our little, uh, well, it's kind of like active wear, stroke lounge wear, really, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I'm 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 going. I like it. I like it. I like you. I like the hoodie look. It's good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we are lounge suit queens, aren't we? Yeah, well, well, why not? You know, like, yes. it's, it's cold outside. Let's just be warm and cozy inside. It's like, like, basically it's been like a little. It's been like a little pajama party. It's loungewear party. <laughs> so thank you very much rain for your time today really appreciate it um please do um check rain out she's very active on linkedin um so you can find her there lorraine hitchman um you've also got her email address um rain at neurotransformational unlimited um dot com uh, and you can grab her on that. Um, those details will be in the the, the information for the uh, podcast. So without further ado, thank you very, very much, Rain. Next week, we're going to be talking around how you don't have to sell your soul in order to sell your product or service. So, you know, you don't need to compromise who you are and what you stand for in order to get that sale. So in the meantime, please do think about the homework um, that Raina set you uh, with doing that little thing which pushes you that little bit more um, or doing that 21 days of positivity uh, and happiness with her um, or, you know, just looking for the positives and having doing a bit of journaling, um, put, taking up that habit of, of getting your brain, working your brain so that it's looking at the positives. So... Thanks again, Rain, and I will see you again, guys, next time. Until then, happy selling. Thanks for listening to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you are listening from to leave us a review. It's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it.